0: This is Pastor Joseph Davis. Thank you for joining the radio ministry of Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. We believe the word of God is the lamp unto our feet and it is a light unto our path. This word will bless you right now. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and received the righteousness that comes by faith. I also want to read it from King James Version. New Living, Transversion, New Living Translation helps us to understand some points we'll get to. But King James Version helped me with my focus and theme for today. It says in King James Version, by faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet. And here it is moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. It is that key uh, phrase, moved with fear, that we get our focus this morning. Ask your neighbor, what are you waiting on? Make a move. Come on, look at somebody say, what are you waiting on? (laughs) make a move (laughs) see they were wondering why evangelist Amber was saying I don't know what about this word about move was going on and they ain't seen my notes and and, and Minister Jamil got up with her affirmation and she said she know what's going on with this word move and I looked at her and I said I know what's going on with this word move they no one saw my notes but in the spirit realm God knows that it's time for you and I to make a move tell somebody it's time to make a move (laughs) it's time to make a move if we're gonna have wins we must uh uh-huh don't mess with it we must make a move we must make a move there are things happening around us but we must make a move The challenges that you and I face, whether it's physically or health wise, because of something we've been diagnosed with, the doctors told us something, or uh, like many of us in the beginning of the new year who didn't start in the previous year, we just wanna shed some pounds. But the only way we are gonna shed some pounds is tell somebody we gotta make a move. (laughs) yeah we gotta make a move and so what we uh uh making this move may sound easier said than done at times because you when you're making a move it's not that you're making a move always in the best of conditions It's not you're making a move because everything is conducive. You're not making a move because you got motivation because the truth of the matter is all because there's a new year doesn't necessarily mean you're ready for a new year. All because the the clock strikes midnight uh, on the December 31st and now you have a new year. That don't mean your emotions have exited everything you went through all year long. You can still be in a new year but stuck in a previous year. So moving is not always convenient. Yeah. Moving is quite difficult at times because it doesn't totally tell us, it doesn't tell us that everything is going to be perfect when you need to make a move. Uh, the need to make a move. So the challenge is taking action, taking action. And in the, as people of faith, as people of faith, I think we also sometimes have that challenge as well of taking action. And sometimes, what's the sad thing about some of us as Christians and believers? Sometimes the way we believe, not the fact that we do believe, but hear me clearly, but the way we believe, some of us get stuck because of the way we believe. Meaning, the way we believe, it makes us decree. It makes us shout it makes us dance it makes us say hallelujah and from those things alone we think it's going to happen I didn't say the fact that we uh, do believe but the way we believe the way we believe we believe that if we just keep coming to church we believe they ain't saying you're doing wrong things but sometimes we think that god's gonna do it while we sit there and the only thing we do is shout dance confess spin around and hear a prophetic word and you can hear a prophetic word and hearing a prophetic word alone still don't make things happen So it's not the fact that you do believe, but many times it's the way you believe. Because many times the way people believe actually causes them to sit there and wait on God. Oh, I got to talk about it today because if you're going to make a move, I got to talk to you about waiting on God. Because I believe there are times we are saying we are waiting on God and what we are really doing is procrastinating we have tried to disguise and give a new look to what really waiting on God is and the truth of the matter is you scared the truth of the matter is you ain't even tried yet but what you have called it is waiting on God and when somebody asks you what's going on with your dreams and your destiny and the things that you know you you know you're supposed to be doing you tell them really quick with a Holy Ghost face and a hook of mishunda, you tell them ha, I'm waiting on God but I'm not sure all of you are waiting on God I think some of us procrastinating. But this year, you're going to have to make a move. That's why you're going to have to make a move. God God wants to do it, but I feel the glory to God. You're going to have to make a move. God got something he's been waiting to do for some of y'all. And I'll go ahead and already say it. God wanted to do some things long time ago for some of y'all. But you wouldn't make a move. So God wanted to do some things some time ago. And I'm not telling you because he wanted to do it then. He still ain't going to do it now. Matter of fact, I'm telling you, he's still going to do it. But you got to make a move. You got to make a move. There's a difference between waiting and procrastination. Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk about the, par- the paralysis of analysis. <laughs> thinking about it is not doing it in itself. Thinking about it is not doing it. Because if you spend more time thinking about it than actually doing it, then you are missing the key steps to following through in what you're doing. If you're only just thinking about it. If you are a person who's always thinking about it, your conversation sounds like, and I know this ain't proper English, but if you've been around, you understand this word. I'm finna do it. Now, those who know what I'm talking about, know what I'm talking about, and I know you can't, potentially may go look it up in Webster, you know, but, but if, you, if you understand what I'm talking about, you'll be caught your whole life talking about Fenner. And Fenner, and people will start wondering, who is Fenner? because every time i talk to you you talk about finna do it well if finna gonna do it finna need to go ahead and do it because the last time i talked to you said finna do it finna do it finna do it what finna do it and i'm wondering when it's gonna get done can finna get it done Is finna qualified if finna gifted enough the truth of the matter finna is the paralysis of your analysis because the truth does the matter, if you are in motion, you don't say, I'm finna do it. You'll say, I'm working on it. You'll say, I'm doing it. You'll say, I'm taking some steps. But when you get stuck in analysis and always just thinking about it, we got this passive person that nobody can identify. But all we know about Finna is that he or she never get anything done, never get things accomplished because Finna is about to do it. procrastination is essentially putting off a task that needs to be done waiting to get something done so we got to understand the difference between waiting and procrastination waiting is something that we understand biblically from God but waiting is because something has started but you're waiting for it to end that's what waiting is something has started but you are waiting for the end if I uh, walked into the doctor's office and you were sitting in the lounge of the doctor's office then I'll they call it a waiting room I will say hey how you doing you say I'm doing fine I'm just waiting to see my physician the reason that you are waiting is because you're in the process of something that has already started but you're waiting for it to end so to be waiting something has to be started so if you ain't started yet i got to let you know you're not waiting on god i gotta let you know no no if you hadn't started you must start for the wait to begin that's what waiting is i also want you to understand the difference between waiting and procrastination psalms 27 and 14 psalms 27 and 14 says wait for the lord and be strong uh, take heart and wait for the Lord that's Psalms 27 and 14 wait for the Lord be strong and take heart wait for the Lord what it means is waiting renews your strength so if you're really waiting meaning the process have started then your strength gets renewed while you're waiting but the other, uh, the other side is procrastination saps your energy the longer you wait and put it off you don't get stronger you get weaker the longer you wait and put it off because when you keep keep putting it off, the other thing you start doing while you 're putting it off, you start doubting if it 's possible. Yeah. you start doubting if you could do it, yeah. and now, if you wait for a while, then you and i don 't know about you there are certain doors. help me, holy spirit there are certain doors that has a timing system. Yes. And if you miss the timing of that door, you have to wait till that spin come back around so you can get in that door or opportunity again. And sometime when you've been waiting and procrastinating, procrastinating, and you miss the opportunity, and it saps your energy because now you're thinking, will it ever come again? Will I ever have the opportunity again? And now self-doubt sets in, unbelief sets in, and all the faith that you had when you first should have moved, you done lost your energy, Procrastination will sap your energy away, but waiting actually renews your strength. Yeah. Yeah. Psalms one thirty and five says, "I wait for the Lord; my whole being waits, and in His word I put my hope." So, wait. Waiting inspires hope. Wait. Waiting inspires. So, if you're truly waiting, it inspires hope but procrastination instills dread see when you're really waiting you get start getting excited because you know you are actually moving towards something you may be in the waiting room but you know that uh, sooner or later they are gonna call your name waiting inspires hope waiting also focuses on God but procrastination focuses on yourself It says yes is isaiah 26 and 8 it says yes lord yes lord walking in the way of your laws we wait for you your name um and renowned are the desires of your heart see when you start waiting properly you actually focus on god but procrastination you start focusing on yourself so waiting properly keeps you focused let me also that's what waiting is But let me also tell you uh, about a little bit about what waiting is not. Uh, Waiting is not passive, but waiting is powerful. Tell somebody, waiting is powerful. Psalms 41 and 2 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my choir. He brought me up also out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. So waiting is not a passive, but it's a patient process where you work through things, and waiting is powerful. Waiting is also, like I said, not procrastination, but waiting is prioritizing waiting is prioritizing you're familiar with this scripture in Habakkuk, Habakkuk saw what was going on around him, wondering what to do uh, while God brought forth his promises or his answered prayer and in Habakkuk 2 and 2, this is how the Lord responded to Habakkuk, he said, and the Lord answered me and said write the vision see, waiting is not a procrastination, it's an activity that keeps you moving towards manifestation yeah waiting is totally different from pro- procrastination it's prioritizing what you should be doing right now it's prioritizing what you should be doing in this season in this moment write the vision he told him make it plain upon tables that he that runneth may read that run may readeth it then he says the reason you got to get ready tell somebody you got to get ready <laughs> See, in the waiting process, it makes you get ready because when it comes to pass, it ain't waiting for you get to get ready. You got to be ready when it's time. And, and too many of us are trying to get ready when it's too late. Tell somebody, you better use this time to get ready. Yeah. He tells him, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie though it tarry wait for it for it will surely come and will not tarry I'm telling you waiting is not procrastination it is prioritizing it is getting things ready getting things dressed it is the action that you use in your life to move with God tell somebody move with God yeah to move with God because procrastination is a thief It's a thief it'll steal your ideas it'll steal your genius it'll steal your time it'll steal your opportunity procrastination is a thief we can no longer look at procrastination as a simple thing if it could change your income it can't be simple anymore if it can change your marriage it can't be just a simple enemy anymore if it can change your esteem and how you feel about yourself it can't be a simple enemy anymore we got to treat procrastination for what it is it's a thief would you allow a thief to come in your house would you allow a thief to live around you and take your goods procrastination is a thief you know you needed support but you procrastinated you know you needed help but you procrastinated and while you procrastinated that thief stole your time and if you don't do something quickly it'll take your years it'll take your day it'll take your good marriage yeah your marriage under pressure but as soon as you take action for the marriage that's under pressure you will see relief start coming but the longer you wait have you ever had a problem that you uh procrastinated on and because you procrastinated on it got worse I don't know about you. I was in between seasons and I had a in-between car. I don't know about some of y'all. I know some of us drive what we want to drive and that's a blessing. It's a good thing when you can drive what you want to drive. Hallelujah. But I had to drive what I could drive. drive and I could drive this Subaru I had some years ago it was kind of maroonish and kind of reddish alright it was kind of something the color was kind of faded but at that time in my life in our early marriage that's all I could afford and I drove that thing and I drove that thing and I depended on that car hallelujah I depended on it but I didn't treat that car right I didn't treat it right I depended on it but I didn't treat it right and the only reason it let me down because I let it down it would have probably lasted a little bit longer but I didn't do what I need to do. I just ran around the city, went to the job, went to work, and, and I heard some ticking noise. See, you know, I heard some ticking noise. And I decided the ticking wasn't all that bad. Uh-huh. I decided the ticking wasn't all that bad. And it went from ticking to getting hot. And I said, oh if it need hot, that I means hot that just means it need water oh my car thirsty and so I would just go ahead and and just get fulfilled its thirst every day and uh, and then sooner or later I got so accustomed to learning you know how to drive certain distances and before I I could go I knew I could go from certain miles before it get hot, you know and I started knowing how to be dysfunctional with it you know what I mean I started learning how to live and made adjustments so I can live this way y'all understand what I'm trying to say And, and I kept this thing going and then one day I was on my way to work and that thing ran hot. And I said, you know what, I'm going to call in to work and I'm going to go get this thing taken care of, you know. And so I beelined and switched around and went around Capital Circle and, and here in the city. And as I drove up there, that thing was running hot. I said, don't worry about it, I'm going to get you taken care of the day. And I dropped that thing off, got a ride back to work. And, and then they called me and said, hey, we got to tell you about your car, Mr. Davis. And I said, all right, tell me about it. They said, um, it, 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 won't, it won't start up. I said, "What you mean? It won't start up. I drove it there. <laughs> what you mean? We won't start up? <laughs> I drove it there. You you putting the key in right? You you know what I mean? You're turning the ignition. I mean, do I need to? Is this a teaching class on how to start a car? What's the deal here?" He said, "Sir, it won't start." I said, "You yeah, sure it won't start?" He said, "No, it was not start." He said, um, "We we went inside of it and we looked at it and um, sir, um, um, you had a um." Uh, a water leak in, um, in your water pump and your, your water pump was leaking and all you had to do is change your water pump. But since you didn't change your water pump, you blew your gasket you blew your gasket and now you need a new engine first you know before you can get a water pump no sense of having a good water pump and and having a blown gasket you know what i'm saying no sense of that you know you like i got a new water pump but the car still won't run because because i blew a gasket and the only reason i blew a gasket because procrastination stole the car away from me i needed that car we didn't have the money to go get a new car but we had the money to get a new water pump what I'm telling you is procrastination will make you not do something you got the power to do it'll make you not do something that you have the ability to do you have the ability to take care of those situations but now that situation has mushroomed because you have procrastinated and because you have not taken action that thing is worse off and I'm telling you don't you wait another day can I tell you if you start making a move it'll start getting better but I got to tell you it's not gonna get better by doing nothing I got to tell you stop coming out of this mysterious fantasy and denial because we think that if we leave it alone it'll go away and the truth of the matter is that's not the case so what do you do when you have a situation when you don't know what to do because many of us resort to leaving things alone when we don't know what to do with it God tells us in his word in the book of James, he says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all things to him generously without reproach and it will be given him. In other words, if you don't know what to do ask what to do it's no sense of driving around in a new city where you don't know where you are going and taking your whole family in circles for two hours because you don't know where you are going how when are you gonna stop and ask for help when are you gonna stop if you don't know what to do you need to learn what to do and God says to get you out of procrastination some of you just need to ask for help you need to ask what do I need to do do now because it's not going away because you don't know what to do don't let the devil fool you another way another day that is gonna get better by doing nothing don't let the devil fool you another moment that you're gonna be better two years from now without doing nothing matter of fact in most cases getting worse the longer you wait but tell somebody get ready to make a move I'm getting ready to make a move I'm getting ready to make a move God has given me power to make a move See waiting on God is not pitiful It is preparation time It's the time to get you ready For what God's going to do But tell somebody you can do something That's where our scripture is I'm back to the scripture we read That's where the scripture is It says by faith It means we know that Noah was living by faith Because when God told him that he was getting ready to curse the earth and flood the earth, it says we know Noah is living by faith because Noah was moved with fear. And when he was moved with fear, he began to prepare an ark to the saving of your house. I gotta prophesy right here. What you do next is about to save more than you tell someone. It's about to save your house. What you do next is going to be generational wealth. What you do next, you thinking this dream you have is just oh I feel the Holy Ghost. You thinking this dream you have is just gonna pay a few bills. But I believe the instructions that you have from God. It's not just going to pay your bills But it's going to establish a legacy Don't you know that your children Can start off at another level If you obey God Don't you know your children can start off With more money in your pocket Don't you know that life is different When you get married And you already got a $100,000 In your bank account Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying Come on tell somebody, Tell them we got to start our children off differently But happens, y'all not saying nothing, that's what people of wealth do, they don't let their children get married and struggle their first few years, come on, they, they deposit, and if you're able to do that, don't look at your mama if she ain't able, don't look at your dad if she ain't able, you be the one to start it for your children, don't be me at your mama if she didn't do it, nah, alright, she didn't do it no, it's your turn to start building generational wealth and start building this thing that our children start at a new level, I'm telling you, God's trying to do something in you, that goes Beyond today and goes into the next generation, but it ain't gonna happen by procrastination. It ain't gonna happen by being scared to sweat. Are you afraid of a little work? Are you afraid of a little sweat on your brow? We need people who can get to work, say get to work, get to work, get to work, get to work, get to work. Come on, get to work, just gonna save your house. Get to work, it's gonna turn around your marriage, get to work, it's gonna turn around your business, get to work if you keep going when I feel the Holy Ghost in about three or four more years you're going to hit millionaire status and I ain't talking about a millionaire mindset I'm talking about a millionaire status I said you keep going in about three or five more years God going to turn that thing around tell somebody I'm going to keep on going and you can't be afraid I got to finish here but you can't be afraid in your next steps it says we know Noah was living by faith oh God tell somebody I say keep going Ah, we know he's living by faith because he started preparing the ark to the saving of his house. And when you read in Genesis, when God told him to build an ark, let me help some of y'all I'll go back to my sp- spiritual point. He wasn't trying to do something that God wasn't helping him with. It says, God told Noah, build an ark and some of y'all doing something that you have no model for nobody in your family did it nobody you know has done it and you have done it but God says I'm gonna teach you how to do it God gave Moses Noah, excuse me instructions so I want you to know tell your neighbor tell him you got help God will walk you through it God will talk you through it I tell you go left Take two steps to the right Take one jump back Oh I think I gotta dance here And sooner or later You will find yourself Lord help me Moving with God God said I'm going to help you through this Noah He says Noah go and find cypress wood. Then he tells Noah how to build it. Build it with three levels. And he tells them what type of rooms to put it in. What I'm telling you is God will give you no excuse not to get to your dream. God said, I'll come inside your dreams and I'll tell you when to make a left and when to make a right. And I'll tell you when to go up and when to go down. And what I got for you, I'll help you bring it to pass. Shout out to somebody. Come on. Say, you got to make a move. (laughs) Tell him you got help. (laughs) Yeah, you got help. You got help. And so one of the things that Noah had to do, he had to condemn. Let me slow down before I speed up. He had to condemn the world. This is our challenge sometime when it's time to make a move. We think we can be successful and be everywhere at the same time. Let me tell you something. When you really have an assignment to do, you're gonna have to prioritize your life. Come on, you can't be everywhere and still take care of all your business. And there's sometimes you got to go into seclusion, not because you don't like people, not because you don't like to talk to people, but it gonna take some time for you to put these dots together, these T's together. And some of us wanna hang with people all day long to such a point we can't ever focus on what God's told us to do. We don't know how to what it means to condemn the world. It means, at the time, Noah was building the ark. Everybody else was working around. To know Noah, why are you so focused? <laughs> Noah why, why you don't come out and play kickball with us today uh, Noah and you got to tell people I can't do all of that because I heard something because of what I heard has got me focused because of what I see in the spirit is making me pull away and while I love to have fun I recognize having fun all day ain't gonna bring me what I'm trying to get cuz what I'm trying to produce is gonna take a little something out of me and what I'm trying to bring forth is gonna take more effort and so I love you but I'll see you when God finish I love you we'll celebrate when God bring me out (laughs) see we got to tell we got to preach this way these days because we have such uh, a itchy world we can't do two things without telling Facebook what we're doing we can't do two things without telling Facebook what we're done I ain't saying you ain't got to tell it but some of us just do a little bit of something and we spend more time telling about the little bit we have done that we're not focused on the rest that we got to get done and we're so busy trying to tell everything and try to make people think we further than we are can I talk this a little bit I'm telling you, you will be much better when you stop trying to act like you somewhere you not you'll be much better and say right now this is where I am but when I finish work Where I am, I'll be where I gotta be. I hear what I'm talking about. Come on, if you're gonna make a move, you got to focus in on what some of you have never even thrown your full self at what God has called you to do you so divided in your priorities you so divided in your loyalties you have never given your full self to what God has called you to do because if you ever put your full self into it your full mind oh I feel the Holy Ghost into it you can bring that thing to pass like nobody else but because you so divided in your loyalties I'm helping somebody Give me two more minutes on this one, I'm helping somebody. Some of y'all about to get unlocked from other people's expectations. Cause your only problem is you are too busy trying to make everybody think something about you. And you are trying to please mama and please daddy. And you grown now, please mama and please daddy and please grandma and please everybody that you are not even happy with your own self and sooner or later when you recognize who you are you say mom I'm trying to explain it to you but you may have to understand later mom miss no disrespect sister girl I miss no disrespect but you may have to understand later and you got to find the strength to throw your full say your full self at what God called you to do Noah condemned the world and became the heir of righteousness which is by faith tell somebody I'm making a move yeah. Uh, and we find out that while Noah was making a move, God was making a move. Now, I grew up, this ain't scripture, but it sure works. The old church, I grew up, used to sing songs, if you make one step, he'll make two. Now, you can't find no scripture, don't go looking for it. Don't go looking for it, it's not in there. But the Bible does say, if you draw nigh to him he'll draw nigh to you the Bible does say if you seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness all say all these things all these things shall be added so the principle still works that if you start making a move then God will make a move tell your neighbor say I'm moving and I'm expecting a move of God Yeah. I'm moving and I'm expecting a move of God and I'm telling you the next breakthrough is not just about God, it's about you and it's time for you to make a move it's time for you to make a decision it's time for you to bust a move, y'all know about that, it's time for you to make a difference, y'all alright, y'all right? y'all alright, come on, it's time for you to make a move and do something in your life that's going to change where you are because if you start making a move, I'm telling you God's going to move if you start actually working with God, God will start working with you. And I'm telling you, if you start getting focused in the beginning of this year on what your priorities are, have you sat down with yourself? Have you sat down with yourself and and got yourself together? Lord, let me teach and preach. Have you sat down with yourself and sat yourself down and said, Joe, this is what you're going to do this year. And because of what you are going to do this year, this is what you are not going to do this year come on somebody i'm trying to get you out of a stalemate i'm trying to get you out of a place where nobody know who you really are because we ain't got no clarity on your purpose but this year god's gonna bring you forth like never before this year you're going to focus and put in the work and put in the time and put in the research and put in the development come on this year we're gonna walk this year come on somebody we ain't gonna lose no calories by faith come on we gotta walk for this one come on y'all We're going to have to walk by faith. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And then we'll shed the pounds. Come on. This year, we're not going to sit there and do things that don't work thinking God going to open up the windows of heaven. This year, we're going to make a move. Tell that neighbor, this year, I'm making a move. Tell I'm making a move in my life. Come on. Come on. Actually, neighbor, say, what are you waiting on? Make a move. Come on. Stand on your feet. I'm done. Clap your hands and praise God. Tell somebody it's time to make a move. It's time to make a move. Make a move. Get out of procrastination and make a move. Get your plans together and make a move. Spouses get together and talk, make a move. Get with your counselor and make a move. Get with your financial administrator and make a move. Come on, get with your financial planner and make a move. Make a move, make some decisions, make a move. Prioritize what's next, make a move. In anxiety I thank you Holy Spirit he not didn't want me to miss it some of you getting caught up in anxiety and you try to make things happen now that's supposed to happen later but when you start prioritizing it's actually going to deliver you from anxiety lift your hands some of you are just prioritization away from anxiety leaving your life I'm going to say it again this is what the Holy Spirit told me and I thank you Holy Spirit some of you are just prioritization away from anxiety leaving your life because you're going to know what you're supposed to be doing right now you're going to know what you're supposed to be focusing on and things that appear important is not going to be important because you're going to know what's important in your life and of course there has to be some level of flexibility because emergencies happen and other things like that but for the most part you're going to have a basis to start from This year, God has given you the structure to win. God want to make sure that we have, we are preparation. I'm going to be teaching and preaching all year long. And those who teach and preach, we're going to be preaching and teaching on the principles and the patterns. So you can be everything God wants you to be. We're going to pray for you. We're going to support you. But we're going to help you do the work. Everybody say, do the work. Hands lifted. Father, we thank you that we are making a move of neutral and getting out of procrastination, getting out of being stuck, getting out of being dormant, getting out of being locked up with treasures and goodness, getting out of places of letting our fruit spoil on the tree because we have not made a move. And good things going to waste because we haven't made a move. But Father, thank you for the ability to make decisions. Thank you for clear headedness, God, that we'll have a clear headed mentality. Thank you for clearing the clutter, Help us clear the clutter, Lord, and where we are unsure of what to do next. Speak to us. You said you'll give wisdom to all who ask for it. You said you'll give what you don't unbraid it, you unbraid it not. You give it liberally, God. There's some I'm talking to, you need instruction. So some of you need to get in prayer because you need instruction. The devil is trying to confuse you with all types of circumstances, some of you coming through pain, some of you coming through turmoil, some of you coming through some major traumas and you need to hear from God, you're not sure where to go, you're not sure if you need to go back to school, you're not sure if you need to move away, you're not sure if this is the spouse you need to marry, some of you are confused and I'm telling you don't make a decision while you're confused, listen to God. Don't make a decision. Don't get anxiety and do the wrong thing. And don't sell. I'm talking to somebody. God wants you to get in, in prayer. Ask God what to do. Consult God, and God wants to talk back to you. Hands lifted. I'm praying for you. God's wants to give you instruction on where to go, who you need to connect to, who you need to link up with, so He can direct you in the next place you should go. God bless you. If that blessed your soul, we will love for you at your next opportunity to join us in worship every Sunday morning in Monticello, the Victorious Church at 8 a.m. Or our Dream Center location here in Tallahassee at 10 a.m. We would love to have you and your family, and we can't wait for you to join us at any of our locations. This is Pastor Joseph Davis. God bless you and join us again.